And good evening, everyone. It's a wonderful day here in Houston, I have to say. Yeah. Hasn't broke 90 in a while, so I got to get rid of the hot-tober. But then again, we are in spooktober now, so maybe we, we created something here, bringing a little bit cooler weather for spooktober. Uh, who knows? Anyway, it's your fault we got hot because you said hot-tober. That's just, I'm just yeah. saying, that was you. That's on you. That's, hey, I like the heat, though. That's me. But anyway, we don't stop it. Please, the man can manifest. I yes. know for real. Like we survived the summer. This is our cool down no. session. You yes. want you want I hot? Hate, you just wait hate, till summer. I hate the white stuff too. You've so had I, your season. Now stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, Amy, track. let's go for like lot October. So we could win money or something. Yeah. Yes, I like that. Then we can go anywhere. I am exactly. all for that. Lot of October. Anyway, Amy is off today. She's spending time with family because we have Indie Palooza this weekend, which actually starts at 7 p.m. tonight with Fine. an editor. So still time to get tickets so if y'all want to get y'all's tickets there's the link that we put on youtube and twitch we'll be adding it to facebook here shortly unfortunately like i said the group facebook thing they still haven't fixed that but i think that's facebook just trying to be heads put it mildly yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all i guess we're i'm heading out tomorrow and sending. Yeah, CJ's going to be in Tyler Comic Con this weekend. Tons and of interviews for you. We actually, on Indie Palooza tomorrow, we have guests at 10.30 to 11, which I'll be moderating, Indie Filmmakers, which actually, all of them except one have been on our show. We have Katie Chonick is coming, Nikki Scorpio is going to be there, Johnny Steverson, and I don't want to mispronounce her name, but Miss Levy, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I do know the last name. I just don't want to mispronounce the first name this time. But she's going to be there, and that's going to be a great panel if you're an author and want to think about getting your books into movies. So that's going to be a great panel. And of course, I'm I have for that one. And I will be on the two to three panel or. 215 to 315 panel for podcasters, which I'm also moderating. And Mike Sims will be there and Mombi Rella will be there along with me. Awesome. So looking forward to that. Uh, so and, Tyler Comic Con, like I said, yes. it's Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is from 10 to 6. Sunday is from 11 to 5. We're going to be at the Cascades Country Club, which is 4511 Briarwood Road in Tyler, Texas. Nice. Oh, stay tuned, y'all. It's going to be fun. And, and then next week, we have our one show, and I believe that is going to be author PJ Mann on Tuesday. Going to have to double check on that because I, we have so many shows this month, it's extending the brain. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But so you think it's after Tuesday? That, but after that, I think it's Tuesday, but after that, we have Beaumont Comic Con, and that's going to be a fun show. For sure. I think CJ froze on us. No, but, I'm looking. Uh, it's like, uh, but we are here for Spooktober, and we have psychic medium Elizabeth Harden and Dr. Chuck Murphy below me. And we're going to be talking ghost hunts, ghost talk, paranormal, all the good stuff. And I believe 
Miss Herbert, you have a special equipment going right now that maybe people can catch sounds. Um, PJ's on the 23rd, by the way. Okay, PJ's on the 23rd. Miss yep, Harbor? We have our regular on Tuesday, and then we have Beaumont Comic Con next weekend. Oh, okay. You have a device going right now where we might be able to catch sounds of people? Well, possibly? I actually, I actually have it. I, I don't. It is not oh. out at the moment. Um, <laughs> the reason is, is because it has a tendency to interfere with the connections. Well, shame on that. Shucks, mm. <laughs> I am so disappointed. I, I'm so was hoping to scare CJ. I'm telling you now. Well, I think I think other things could scare her other than that. But we were we've been trying to use this with our radio shows, and what happens is that I know Dr. Chuck could explain this better than I can. But it literally it interferes with my equipment, so I've got them oh, set okay. up as a radio set okay. station and every time i turn that on it interferes with what we're trying to do and so tonight i thought you know this mercury's in retro maybe not this might not be a good idea like that. that's yeah. true I so so disappointed i'm telling you right now i am so sorry oh, no. invite us back and i'll have nothing but equipment how's that uh, hey there we go okay uh, i was really hoping to scare cj this week <laughs> he was oh, we don't have to that guy standing behind her will probably do that yeah, yeah. Nice well, there's nobody yeah. in here but me i'd hear the door open <laughs> of course if it came through the door then that would be a totally different yes. story but if i hear a voice in here i'm telling you right now i'm gonna freak okay <laughs> just gonna put it out there just be, like be prepared that. be prepared yeah. super heavy is here but he is downstairs so now y'all do a lot of with the paranormal with um, you gave me a whole list of the equipment that could possibly be shared, but let's talk mm -hmm. about some of the equipment that y'all actually do use and where can people, if they want to get into ghost hunting and maybe start practicing, which may not be advised because you could open certain doors from what I understand that you don't want to, exactly. but how Let would you suggest that? Well, to sort of answer the the should you it's like you wouldn't suddenly rush to a large fire and show up with like a garden hose and, and a water spritzer you know you'd want to know what equipment to bring and how to use it to effectively find it so that's sort of what we mean by learning the do's and don'ts of ghost hunting. there's you know because you really could stir up something which you probably don't want to do uh, no. Well, you're talking about equipment. I guess EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, is what we were initially talking about. And that is best recorded on digital recorders because they have a higher frequency range. And most of these recordings are up 20,000 cycles plus. And so, uh, you know, a standard analog or uh, tape recorder just, just doesn't get it. And, you know, you'll notice that until the advent of... Uh, digital recording, when they use tape recorders, they used to always use what you would call a channel. So there was, uh, what was her name, Sylvia Black or something? Or Sylvia Brown, I know, but there was somebody else, uh, Sybil, Sybil, uh, whatever her name was, somebody Sybil. She worked with a guy named uh, Hans Holzer, and she used to be the channel. So instead of EVPs, you had 
her actually saying, I'm here. I'm oh, yes, yes, yes. Channel yes. through her, in other words. It was a little weirder. Now it actually shows up on digital recorders. Sometimes phones work, sometimes they don't. We think it's got a lot to do with the fact that there's actually a phone there that's constantly beeping and transmitting that could interfere with it. But uh, we buy most of the equipment uh, with the exception of just a few uh, items from, believe it or not, everybody looks like you're sitting down, from Amazon. Uh, they actually have some of the best deals out there. Um, and it's the real deal. It's the real stuff. I mean, if you want a K2 meter or a Mel meter, any of the digital recorders, any of those specific types of lights, like ultraviolet flashlights, um, all of that stuff is, is available there, like night vision cameras, night vision movie cameras, all of the, uh, what is it, all cameras, you can buy just about everything through them. And their prices tend to be pretty spot on. I mean, seriously. Now, there is a store called the Ghost Store uh, that's run by a paranormal investigator who's been around forever. He's an ex former Episcopal priest, I believe. Um, anyway, and, and he has the real expensive items that Amazon doesn't carry, like the uh, SLS camera, uh, the, uh, there's another one. Uh, what, what, what's, oh, the, uh, the new portals, uh, they're called, they're takeoffs on, um, uh, what's his name? God, I knew all these people's names. <laughs> Uh, the guy who built all those sound portals, he's real famous, uh, 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 something paranormal. It's like uh, Stash, or st I'll think of it here in a second. Um, and uh, they took his technology and sort of, I don't want to say pirated it, but they kind of did. And so the cost went from like $4,000 a unit, that Huff, Huff Paranormal, that's what it is. It was uh, Jeff Huff, I think, Steve Huff. Anyway. He was charging $4,000 for these things. And the there's two or three companies now that make them. There's a Geoport. There's a something portal, spirit portal, I guess. And the way you can tell is there's an echo sound to the voices when they talk. It's like, hello. And the, that's, that's the Huff technology kind of being pirated, I guess you could say. I don't think he patented it was the problem. So everybody figured out what the circuitry was and went, wait a minute, we could do that. Um, still, overall, I think Elizabeth and I both would agree, the absolute best thing out there still is the old standard SP7 soundbox or spirit box. Spirit uh, box. Yeah, it's been out there for, oh, let's see, Ever. What, 10 years now, I guess. At uh, least. It's a scanner, and they it's set up so that the spiritual energy can use the white noise that surrounds the little outer bands on each radio station. There's a bunch of energy in those. You don't ever really need because you're tuned right to the station. But, you know, about 10, 10 dB either side, there's this white noise. And they can use that to communicate. And, and it works perfect. Works really um, good. Steve Andrino wants to know if you have a fan in your room or is there a ghost reading your card on your wall? I actually have a fan in my room. Are you asking me? Yeah. Actually, those are my friends. Hello, here's my friends. I should tell you, I'm 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 a skittish person anyway. I don't have a hard time with creepy. Um, but I'm also night blind. So the idea of actually buying a night camera to look for this stuff just scares oh. me. Like my dogs even know when I take them out to the bathroom, I don't take them out after nine o'clock because they know I'm scared and they won't go to the bathroom because they're trying to protect me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I, so, 
Elizabeth, if you make a note, if CJ ever joins us, we need to rope her for one of us. What can we do next? What can we do to torture CJ? They were talking about taking me to Terror Island. Duck taking me to a dolly. Yeah, man, that's just, I can just see it now, you know, using those walkie talkies and. Just yeah. tell her one more thing, okay? Tell her one more Three thing. Three more steps to the right. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Walk away. Walk away. Yeah, I know. I just, yeah, I have a hard time with it. interesting aspect, though. You know, you see the TV shows. They're always in the dark. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, they're always at night. And well, I would kill myself. So I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I can't see. Well, I'm, seriously, there's a girl. Asleep. There's a I'm girl old, that I like met her who was going blind, and we were going through this room where there were lights were dim. There were all can be seen on one side and the other side. She actually stopped me from flipping over a chair. She grabbed oh. my arm as I was about to run into a chair. I'm like, okay, this is literally the blind leading the blind. Yeah. So I oh am seriously night blind. So it scares the crap out of me at night. Well, so yeah. there's really no that. reason. The reason is is more uh, entertainment geared for doing it at night. One, it's scarier. Oh. And two, it's easier for the cameras to catch any visual phenomena that they might catch. Mm -hmm. It'll show up much better if there's an orb or whatever, some echo or whatever. It'll show up better uh, because it's dark. There's a couple of things about the TV shows. You have to remember they're entertainment. They're there to entertain you. And two, they use all kinds of technical tricks to make stuff look a lot more wah, that it really is. Uh, mm -hmm. no, for example, we... they turn off all the power in a building. Yeah, we blacked out the entire building. There is no electricity, whatever. So the reason they do that is to drive the spirits to the team so that if they're going to grab energy, which they do, uh, they have to go to them to get it. They can't get it from a wall outlet or a light bulb or whatever. They have to go get it from one of their batteries. It's, you know. Yeah. Now we talked about that. We talked about that before the show even started, about probably about two weeks before. And I think we actually kind of agreed like the Dead Files seems to be one of the most accurate with Amy Allen and her mm -hmm. partner Steve, where she goes in at night, but he investigates the house and finds out all the stuff about the house. Yes, it is entertaining me, but it seems to be a little bit more realistic than the other ones that say. I guess they kind of taunt the ghosts or whatever, the spirits, the paranormal, and then something touches them and they just run away screaming. That's Taking their life in their own hands. You don't mess with that stuff. <laughs> just exactly. say it. So just, Elizabeth and I like to always bring like a cat toy that we can come up behind somebody with. And, what? <laughs> and you would. Don't, don't reveal all the secrets now. Yeah. I see a cat toy coming up on the other side of this green screen. We're going to have a serious discussion. I'm just saying. We'll that. never get CJ on our group if you do that. <laughs> Please. The, the, the one thing to keep in mind is spirits do not work the night shift. Okay. So the place that is haunted at midnight is just as haunted at noon. There's no difference. <laughs> Except yes. See where the hell you're going. Uh, hey, we were talking beforehand, where you were saying, and people, or Craig was saying that some people got mad at you because you were Elizabeth. You were doing a show and you were calling people, but it wasn't the ones that they wanted. And I'm like, so, you know, you really can't control which one you get and when. No, and it's you like, really can't. No, it's like throwing a party. You invite a hundred people and twenty five show up. 
Yeah, and you don't know which ones they are. And Uncle Bob is not happy with you, so he's probably going to be the one that's going to be there. I'm just putting and it out there. Happen. That has happened several times. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's we're we're fortunate in the fact that it's as if we we do talk about this a lot. We do throw that out there, and if we we do have a situation where somebody shows up on Psychic Wednesday. It, let's say somebody from the other side, we do tell them, look, this is not your show. You have to come back and visit us on medium show Monday. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're literally telling them I'm sorry, but, but no. The, but, yeah. the two main complaints of spirits usually is lack of recognition and inability to communicate, especially with family and loved ones. So the moment they get the opportunity, they do seem to go a little overboard. Uh, because it's been like 10 years and they haven't been able to talk to anybody or get through to anybody. And now finally, here's somebody talking. Secondly, I, I, I don't know, Elizabeth, if you'll agree or not, but it seems like the spirits that show up are the ones that need to get, uh, you know, a communication established with somebody. Not the ones business. that people want, you know. Because yesterday, for example, a lady wanted to talk to her dad who had died, but instead her uncle who committed suicide was the first guy who came through. Yeah. And he's like, well, where's my dad? And he's like, I don't know. I don't, it's not my day to watch him. You know, yeah. well, I need to talk to you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's you know, true. That's the way it is. I mean, and the other side of it is, you know, people always comment that mediums seem to be reaching sometimes. Like, well, did he pass from a heart attack? And they're thinking, well, you should know whether he passed from a heart And that's not the case because if I took either of you two out right now and just stood you in front of, say, Kroger, and I went, hey, Greg, see that guy with the red shirt? Go see what his name is and find out what he does and what his political beliefs are or whatever. You just got to walk up to a stranger you never met and try to establish a conversation. And sometimes it's easy, and other times it's, boy, I mean, uphill every inch of the way. So people, people are people. Spirits are people. Or polar spirits, really, is what I should say. Yeah, and so, some are feistier than others, I would imagine. I'm just. Yeah, it's true. They well, are. My favorite have, expression is, if you were a jerk in life, yep, probably a jerk in spirit. Yep. And chances are, that's the one you're gonna get. I'm and that's who shows up. I know I have different beliefs than a lot of people, and it's to me, it's like in the spiritual world, it's more like a transition to a different dimension. That's just my opinion. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, we're in a third dimension, but there's more dimensions out there right. we haven't really discovered. And I feel like the fourth would be kind of like the spiritual dimension, or that's just my beliefs. But Well, if it, if it helps, Eddie, it's actually not a dimensional shift until they cross. When they cross, they are literally dimensionally shifted. What it is is the loss of mass. It's the loss of physicality. And the example I always like to use is, your body, if you start realizing what all this is, your body is this amazing biological machine. I mean, it can do incredible stuff up to it, including reproduce itself, which is pretty amazing. It's like your car. Your car is an amazing mechanical piece of machinery. It can do all kinds of things. It controls your environment. It goes fast, goes slow, goes left, goes right. It does whatever you tell it to do. But when you parked your car today and shut it, it's not going to do squat. It's just going to sit there till the cows come over. If you don't go back and get in it. And that's the same as you, the spirit driving your body. It's just like you driving the car. The car will take on the persona of the one driving it. You know, some people drive like old Clark. 
I shouldn't say that because that's probably me. <laughs> but and then other people are like, do a donut to the parking lot, and then, you know. And it's the same car; it just depends who's driving it. Now, so, one of the one of the things lose that. Yeah, your mask goes away. You're still here. One wow. of the things that I have to say that I find interesting with the shows, you know, Elizabeth Harbin and I talked about this in emails, is the history that y'all learn. Y'all learn a great deal about the places that y'all go in and inspect. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us some of the history that y'all may have learned in the areas? I believe y'all are in the San Antonio area. I don't know how far y'all expand out. Well, um, we're actually in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> what, what, what a lot of people don't remember or don't think about, and that's what the Dead Files, by the way, does amplify, is that the dirt... You might have a brand new half million dollar grand home, but the dirt it sits on has been there uh, like forever. And mm -hmm. all kinds of things could have occurred on the dirt. And that's where the energy is coming from. Not the house. The house just happens to be there. That's all. Same I'm just thinking back to the movie Poltergeist. You know, they put it on top <laughs> yeah. of an Indian burial ground. That's not smart. But yeah, when, when you walk into different places, it's like, you have to have a healthy respect for whatever history occurred below. Exactly. And you know, so, when you walk in front of the Alamo in San Antonio, then there's like mm -hmm. a porto shop across the street and whatever. I mean, you're like, guys, do you really know what actually happened here? I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, Seriously. Like, yeah. What? Or the Civil War battlegrounds or the Arizona Monument or 9 11. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. true. Is, what's some of the most fascinating history that you've learned with some of this stuff? I mean, I'm a history buff. Also. I, mm -hmm. I love yeah. everything. So, <laughs> Well, I didn't know that the uh, many of the cities in East Texas, uh, what's the one on 80 out there almost to the border uh, with uh, almost to Texarkana? I think it's Gainesville, Gatesville, something like that. Gainesville is probably one of the hidden gems as far as history is concerned. Yeah. Um, that was an eye-opener. It was, it goes back to the Civil War. And it is really, it, it, it's a very disturbing kind of history. It's, it's one of the largest mass hangings that mm -hmm. took place in that location. Uh, they had like mock trials. Anybody that was a sympathizer for the North, were, that's a, they were accusing them of treason. And the history with that, well, I, I'll give you an example. So Chuck, uh, sent us out uh, to Gainesville to, to do an investigation pertaining to this individual's house actually in Gainesville proper. And we had done a bunch of research and we were asking, you know, questions to the historical society. We went to, uh, we actually had gone to the Gainesville cemetery. We did the history. We looked things up. We were trying to find native American information, the Jewish connection in, in all of downtown how would it be associated? So when we got all this information, we discovered the names of the people who were hung. One of the individual's names was Henry and another individual's name was Edward. And when we were doing our actual investigation at this client's house, we were using the spirit box <clears throat> and we were doing it in such a way that we had one team member with mask, like an eye mask on, listening to the spirit box and whatever she heard, she was just throwing out, but she couldn't hear what we were asking. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And our question was, who's here? And she threw out the name Henry. And then she waited a couple of minutes or seconds. And then she said, uh, Edward, because we said, who else is with you? And it was like, well, Edward's here. And so we're listening to the conversation here and we're thinking, doesn't that really sound familiar? And so one of us looked up on our cell phone and found out Henry was the first person to be hung and Edward was the last person to be hung on that day. And the location mm. where the actual hanging occurred was very close. Very right? close. Extremely close. And so, so they had uh, what? They had, they wanted to get their story out that they were living. Yes. Yes. And that's what we tried to, to do. It was let people I mean, know, well, hey, this is all about these guys. It's got nothing to do with you people whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot out there because this country has a pretty violent past and pretty much oh. everywhere. Well, all the way one through. of the greatest massacres in North Texas during the uh, kind of quote Texas Indian War was uh, in a little place called St. Paul, which sits between Wiley, Saxe, Murphy, and I guess Garland. I don't know. It's got the, but it's just a little bitty township. And yeah, very small, very small. Yeah, but yet yeah, one of the greatest clashes, it was the settlers. Uh, massacred a bunch of Indians and blamed it on the settlers and then the settlers got attacked. It's one of those round robins where false flag thing gets it started that everybody tries to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, but oh. It all occurred at that one little, I mean, you wouldn't even, there's no monument to it. Nothing. Yeah. You wouldn't think, it. you wouldn't think such a little bitty town would have such a enormous type of history. No, no. I, there was a B and B that Elizabeth was on that investigation. Uh, we investigated, and it was used as a barracks during the Civil War. And uh, the the apparition they were getting was a ghost left over from residual energy when they were attacked. And that's why it always, what happened is if you were in this particular room at 2.30 in the morning, you would wake up for whatever reason, and people never had a reason of what woke them up. They just were awake. And they'd see a guy that looked like he was in a, a Confederate uniform leaning over and he would pick up a saber and then run and he disappeared into the wall at the foot of their bed and it happened it had all the three markings of a ghost it had a trigger it had replicability it had non-sedience so the only problem we had is why is this idiot running into a wall that that was what stuck in my head that doesn't make sense so we found out that originally the door was there but the city changed the fire code the door was like 10 feet out of code so they had to wall that off and move the door to the other side of the bedroom to keep it closed. So actually, he was doing the ghost was showing you exactly what happened. So he went out the door. But there was um, my husband and I when we were looking for a house a couple of years ago. There was one house in particular because I love history. I'm kind of like Greg, we're history buffs, you know, mm -hmm. and always like that history stuff. And I love the old houses and I love the stories that come with them. We found this house that was over a hundred years old. And I'm like, okay, I can handle this. And someone goes, it's a haunted house. And I said, no, come on, it's not haunted. And they're telling these stories of how the wife of the original owner died and the guy remarried and the wife was ticked off about it. And so they're saying that, you know, you can hear her warming the halls, opening, closing doors. When it got to the point where they said that she touches your face, especially if you're female, I had a problem with that. And I'm like, okay, not going there. I can handle doors. I can handle walking around. But the second you touch me, it's not happening. And so I passed on that house, but I'm like going, uh-uh, don't touch me. 
we actually uh, thank you but no it's in trinity there's a is house where it was that, that we studied or investigated in mckinney where the lady who built the house it was it's one of their historical homes it's 150 years old something like that and the lady that was very rich who built the house and whatnot and a bit of a prude and this was a young uh successful businesswoman single in her mid-30s and so whenever she would have a male guest come over uh you know for the weekend or whatever this thing this lady would go berserk and shit would come off the walls and doors would slam and people would get pushed and it was oh. the guy you know and it was because the lady just didn't like the, her loose morals she was i think she even used the word whore she doesn't even like a whore oh uh, god and so we finally had to work it out with hey when she has somebody over you go sit up in the attic we'll set up a little area for you and she did uh she found a dressing table she put up there and she put perfume and what have you that, that was uh, artifacts from when the lady actually lived there and so we said go upstairs you don't have to see it you know and then the lady the client would still live her life as it were but here this lady just didn't like you know the fact that she had guys over she thought that was terrible now out here in east texas there's a couple places like i said trinity was one but trinity also has this bridge where there are a lot of jumpers Mm -hmm. yes have you guys checked out that bridge at all well, no no i haven't i have have not. you heard about it or yes because yeah. i guess they're saying it's sincerely haunted well the bridge itself. I, I personally don't like to exploit the the uh darker aspect of somebody's life experience if that mm -hmm. doesn't sound too hoity toity i just you know, when people commit suicide or when there's been a lot of death there, I I, I don't go there just to go, there is something here. Uh, if we're going to go there, we're going to go there to help. Or, well, that's what I was wondering if you had, you know. We just we just haven't been able you guys to, seem to have. Yeah, you guys seem to have a really healthy respect for the dead. Um, yes. You know, helping, the, as you mentioned, helping that lady with her other lady problem. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know if. You know you, that had even come across y'all's radar. Well, well, or... I mean, we haven't we haven't gone to Goatman's Bridge. We haven't gone to uh, what the, what's the hotel downtown? I think they just tore it down, the Peabody or something. That's that's a that's a, Yeah, we haven't been downtown. And... Yeah, you know, we're the Adolphus Hotel, which is still open. Oh, that's supposed yeah. to be really really haunted. Yeah, but... Always uses that. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm okay with doors opening and closing and people walking around, but the second <laughs> yeah, they touch yeah. me, I am out of there. No. <laughs> if you can keep that mindset, that's exactly what we encountered with spirits because they're going, hey, it's my house. Who are right. you? What Who are you? Here? They feel exactly the same as you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing there? Hey, this is, and we have to explain, uh, well, see, it's kind of different now. They own the house, not you. Uh, no, you know if you if you if you can stay and play nice, okay. But otherwise, you're gonna have to go away. What happens now, if one they of the don't? Things, one of the things I do want to bring up also is, y'all actually, when y'all do the hunts, you actually have to try to prove whether or not it's real. So yeah. you have to go through all sorts of scientific methods it's or it's whatever. Sort of authentication that there's actually something there. Right. right. There's a lot but, of physical things that could occur. You know, you could have a power farm on the back of your house with 10 meters. Well, that's going to create an enormous EMF deal. So you're right. going to have a lot of reactions or symptoms of exposure to EMF that are going to mimic a paranormal event. Um, now, now, I want to give an example here. I mean, y'all told me of one story here, but per se, 
like you find something and one person is adamant no matter what that their house is haunted and you go in there and you find out that it's a raccoon up in their attic running back mm -hmm. and forth and you tell them that but they still disagree i mean they, we just came from a client that well it wasn't exactly that but when we said <laughs> no oh, yeah, there's no demons from hell here trying to drag you off kicking and screaming. I would it, think they would be happy. I'm just saying. You would think. <laughs> but this was being used as sort of an attention. It's not uh, Munchausen, but it was sort of kind of that sort of thing. I don't want to get into all the psychology part of it. Yeah. But um, the point is, she absolutely refused to accept it from me, from Elizabeth, from Luann. Well, you know, I, I actually, at the end, got kind of harsh is what you know you just got to face the facts this is not what you think it is nobody's trying to possess your, you or your child or whatever and she just went off on me it was like you know it was bad i'll just leave it at that so you just walk away I, yeah, I would rather have the scientific explanation or the idea <laughs> that there's an animal in there rather than demons trying to come into well, my if house you notice on some of those shows that are the, the more legit ones they do have Many times, uh, exterminators come in. You know, would you go in and check the house? Make sure there's not any openings anywhere we don't know about. Make sure the attic's clear. Uh, and they're doing that for this very reason. So we could come back and go, Greg, your house isn't haunted. You got a family of raccoons upstairs. Uh, literally. <laughs> yes. I, and I would yeah. rather hear that. Than yeah. coming in Seriously, like that. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't you rather have a, a legitimate explanation where you can go, I can eradicate the raccoons. We can yeah. we can trap those and send them on their way and exactly. let them do. But anybody who is convinced that they have a possession or something along those lines, uh, a lot of times these people who are actually really with an issue, they don't even know they are possessed. So when somebody starts immediately throwing that out there, that makes my like spidey senses kind of. Yeah. Like, why would that be now? And you're, um, we need to find that out for true because most people are not aware that they have attachments. Well, that's that's one of the good things about like dead files, holster files, and yeah. spirits. Those three are the ones I really like. Is that yeah. they always, always, you know, go back and look over the the deeds, the records, the people that lived there, anything close to them. That happened in back in history, accidents, train wreck, car wreck, whatever, fire. Uh, because many times that's what you know will explain why there is a spirit still there. You have to think about it. If I said to you, CJ, it's all expenses paid for as long as you want at Disney World, and you're like, All right, off I go. But unless I have to stay in a haunted house, I'm sure I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not the they don't like Why are you staying here? You're staying like in Harlem, you idiot. You could be in Disney World, you know. Nope. It's just well, their choice. It's because they're humans just like us. The nexus of humanity is choice. We can change our mind. We can say no. Uh, call it law, you know, knowledge of good and evil or whatever, but it's all the same thing, free will. It's just that you can say no. Yeah, and, and I would say no if it was in a haunted house. Um, so <laughs> we initially, when we were first started talking, CJ's out, Trevor says, <laughs> that's my husband. <laughs> he knows me. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we first started talking, we we're talking about sense, like S-C-E-N-T-S, -E -S, 
scent. Odors. Is there a specific <laughs> scent that you know would trigger something? Oh, what a ghost smell like is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like no. when Salt he mentioned it, all of a sudden I started smelling fried chicken, and I'm like, okay, well, who's cooking fried chicken? Because I know my husband isn't. What That's you have a... to do. It's a guy standing behind you. We told you that a lot. I'm telling uh, you, I will. Whoa. Okay. Y'all You know, they'll say, Elizabeth and I have had this happen a hundred times, a thousand times probably. Uh, I'm talking to a spirit, trying to figure out, we're trying to figure out who he is or who she is. And all of a sudden I smell cigarette smoke, really like I'm sitting in a bar. Okay. But there's nothing here. And other people with me or around me would go, I don't smell anything. What do you smell it? What they're actually doing is not creating a smell. They're triggering a memory of a smell. So you're remembering what cigarette smoke smelled like. So you're actually re-experiencing it. Just like when you fantasize whatever, you go back over that, the experience. That's a good point because I remember one place I used to live, I always used to smell like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. So there was a lady there who wanted you to know, hey, I make the best chocolate chip cookies on the block. Here, smell it. So it's kind of like Yeah, because there was nothing to, baking. Yeah, yeah so my grandma back. used to get me oatmeal cookies, ah, frosted oatmeal okay. cookies. So Maybe like, if I smelled that, that, it could remind it's me of It's the same thing with voices. Okay, so let's say I'm talking to I'm you. I'm telling you, voices, and I'm out of here. They're all gone. That's what I'm telling you. Grandparents are gone and my parents are gone. So if I hear any of them, I'm gone. No, 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 no. She's an author. She hears voices. She just won't admit it. Because I know almost every author hears voices because I actually respond to them in Starbucks. Okay. And until I start arguing with them, then I figure I'm okay. Yeah, that's a. What people don't get, and, and it's understandable, but what people don't really understand about the voice is that a spirit obviously lacks mass, lacks, lacks physicality. So how can they make a noise? How can they disturb the atmosphere to create a noise? They can't. So what it is, what happens is if let's let's pick on CJ because she's so, <laughs> um, so let's say this is your grandma. <laughs> And your grandma used to call you CJ and say, oh, honey, I love you so much. Okay. So then we're having a session and we're talking to your grandma and you actually hear your grandma in your head say, oh, CJ, honey, I love you so much. We're right back to the same phenomena that occurred with the cigarette smoke. She didn't actually say that. She's just triggering a memory of that so that you can hear her voice and know that it's her. But if she says something to you, that she never said to you in life, in physical life, it's going to sound like your inner voice. It's not going to sound like her. It's it's really weird the way it is. I mean, how that works, but that that is how it that's works. their way of communicating. Is what yeah. you're right. Saying. Well, right they can now. show you pictures. I have a tendency to love movies, and they will show me like scenes from my favorite movie, and it's like it it gets my attention. It's like oh okay, so I see so and so, and this is what it reminds me of. There was a lady who was uh, having issues with a, quote, haunted house about a year ago. And the spirit I was talking to showed me the movie The Others. Oh. Oh. With, uh, oh. oh. I've seen that the movie. The girl. <laughs> yes, okay. I've I'm seen like, that. Oh, okay. So what she's trying to tell me is she's been sort of confused. She was thinking you were the intruders the whole time. Yes. And now she's kind of figuring out, oh, well, wait a minute. Maybe we make this work. This isn't so bad. All right. You know, she didn't murder her kids. 
but you know that's that's i'm glad to hear that actually but it tripped okay. that it tripped that memory so that you would yeah. know i remember so the right feeling for that movie when they saw it i was like oh my god I, yeah it told me backwards oh mm -hmm. you know so uh that's what she was trying to say i would uh, rather have that than the touch on the shoulder or boo yeah, yeah. Or i don't i'm not a big yeah. fan of that what, no. what would happen if we say blindfolded Chris, put him, I mean, Greg, put him in a coma so he would medically sleep for 12 hours. He wakes up, and you're in a room, and all you know is that this room is somewhere in Syria. But the room <laughs> is filled with people, and they're all speaking Aramaic. Which right. Speak. And, that, and you're sitting there going, how did I get here? What's going on? Why am I here? And nobody even understands what you say. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, way over the other side of the room, you hear somebody speak English. And you're like, oh my God, he speaks English. What? You're gonna to run to him instantly and go, hey, you, come here, come here. You, you can understand me. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what they do to us. The spirits do because they're desperate to communicate for the most part. Spirits are not uh, adversarial for the the you know. There are bad people. Yes, we have locks on our doors. You know, people have self protection techniques or items or whatever. Because there are bad people. But what are the odds? Right? I mean, what are the odds a serial killer is going to show up at any one of our houses tonight? Well, yeah, considering that I'm a literary assassin, it's pretty high on my list. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so first, here's the question. First thing I want to do is thank you for putting me to sleep for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. I <didn't>. yeah. <laughs> He's like, how do I do that? Put him in a desensitized area. We go to bed tonight. We'll be here for tomorrow. I live in Denton, mm. a nice, quiet new neighborhood. I don't think there'd be anybody doing anything. It'd probably a critter, if anything. But so, I'm not going to do that, of course. I'm going to shut it and do all the locks. Right. Yeah, because that's what we do. So if you, if you, I'm trying to get away from saying it because I don't want you to have to leave. But if you finally get your mind to wrap around the fact that those spirits are everywhere and they've been there all along, they didn't just now show up, they've been around us all this time. And if they haven't harmed you up to now, why would they start? It doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense at all. So, so you know, are, are they more centrical to where something, you know, where they passed or is it per yeah. person? Let me ask you this. Do you, do you have a favorite restaurant or two? Um, you like to go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so do they because they are us. We are they. There's no difference between us, except we have mass and they don't. But the actual person, the energy or the spirit, uh, and they're just like us. They have their personality is just what they were. So they're okay. not like, like you said, um, Edward and Henry died in that place, and that's where you found them. Right. But if if you talk to Edward or Henry, Harry, Henry, Henry's Henry relatives, okay grand great 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 grandchildren like somewhere else they could still go there too is Absolutely. That what you're saying? they could if, be in either were, place yes if you were uh raped and murdered by a police officer or a bunch of policemen or whatever but they put it down as a suicide oh i am police. haunting that police station i'm telling yeah. you oh for real <laughs> they're, they're going down <laughs> and i am a literary assassin yes. there is Boom. so much that i could do yes <laughs> That's exactly it. Then you understand why these guys, even though it's been 200 years, would finally go, oh, my God, Elizabeth, here's me. Finally, I can tell you who I am. 
and you'll know what it means. You, you've done the history. Yeah. You, you know the, yeah. the story. And just, just the fact that five people now know what really happened is really kind of all they want. They just they just Validation. Want to get the truth out there. That's yeah. all. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are coming through now that are getting in touch with loved ones who may have had like suicidal situations or whatever. A lot of these people are coming back and asking for forgiveness. Exactly. And a lot of the reason behind that is because these people are getting prepared to go to the next level. I mean, that's, that's what they're telling us. I need to do this. I recognize this as an issue. And I'm at that point now where I'm ready to ask you for forgiveness because now I can so we we as mediums and psychic mediums we feel that's our job to <clears throat> try and eliminate as much negative as possible from over there and they're wanting to help they're wanting to help mm -hmm. as many people as possible so <clears throat> do you kind of help them with their unfinished business stuff, yes maybe? absolutely yeah. if you can have them talk to a daughter say well okay i'll give you an example a friend of mine got in touch with me and she said, can you just send a friend of mine um, really good Reiki energy and, and, and prayers? I said, sure. And I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I'm thinking there's more to this than I know. And I actually saw what looked to me in my mind like this guy is standing right here in front of me in the studio. And I'm kind of looking at him and he's looking at me and he said, oh, my God, if you can see me, I must be dead. And of course, I just kind of looked and said, yeah, 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 you are. Because you're not going to lie. You know, no, it's a figment of your imagination. You're asleep. Go back. That's not going to happen. So what had happened was this prayer that was going towards this lady's friend. It was her friend who he lived in Atlanta, Georgia, and he just died mysteriously not knowing what happened he just passed away and it was his wife who had gotten in touch with my friend's friend so because of this situation the prayer that goes to one got in touch with the other transferred over to atlanta to this lady's husband and he's going if i'm here then this is not good and it's like no it's not so we started kind of having a little bit of a conversation. Oh, God, will you tell her I still love her? Will you show her my ring? Will you tell her blah, blah? Will you tell her about red roses and, and all this stuff? I'm going, absolutely, I'll do it. So instead of getting in touch with her, I just sent her a, a, an email and said, this is what I heard. Now, this is what I heard, and I don't know if this will help or not, but if it does, please you know, know that it was done with love and light and whatever. And so this lady read the information, sent it to her friend, and the friend said, that's what I needed. I needed confirmation. I needed to know he still loved me. Mm -hmm. Aww. I had a lady whose husband committed suicide, and she uh, had a reading with me, and I told her, he's saying when you go home, go to his desk and look at the back of his drawer, the center drawer. There's something there for you. And she's like, Oh, he was never a gift person. I mean, I, I had to fight with him just to buy Christmas stuff. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things. So literally, she goes home. She's all torn up because he committed suicide. He shot himself there in the house. It was terrible. Anyway, um, she goes home and digs, and in the back, there's this diamond uh, necklace that he got from Jared. <laughs> you know, he went to Jared. He went to Jared. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
and and a little love note saying I'm very depressed and he's talking about how his business is in trouble and whatever and but I want you to know before I go I have a gift for you for our anniversary and sure enough that was that was what he wanted that was part of his end mm. movements there or unfinished business call it whatever you want did he sell a lot of carbon to deal with but that's that's what we do I mean we do it all the time yeah. So let me well, ask you this question. I know it's going to sound weird, and no, I'm not. No, I'm, no, not, not I'm not. I'm not naming. I mean, we already know that I I don't do creepy well. Um, but <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> but I love that I love that cup. <laughs> I know I do too, but the fact that she almost just spit it out was even Whoa. funnier. Um, so <laughs> let me ask you a question. When was the first time you saw somebody and did that not freak the tar out of you? Well, I think we all could be startled, but no, not I scared. would have been sincerely freaked out. I, no. I'm being serious though in my question. No, I'm when was the first too. time and uh, what what did I don't you know. Do? I, I think as a child, as a young okay. man, you know, like, I was I was five years old and I had an imaginary friend named Mickey. And I would ask my relatives to set a place for Mickey because being brought up in the South is what you do. You set a place for, you know, for people to eat. Mm -hmm. And that was, I saw him, I saw Mickey and Mickey was real. And it was, it was not something I was ever afraid of. And I've seen other people, but I have the advantage that a lot of people do not. And that is I grew up with this. Well, I grew up in the Catholic church, Catholic school, Catholic grade school, high school, all that. So no, I didn't really grow up with that. But I, I started at an early age going, I don't think their story, meaning the religious story I'm getting, really addresses what's going on here. But it does kind of confirm for me that this stuff is real. I need to pay more attention to it. And so I always sort of had that quiet side of the closet until like, finally came out of the closet around 92, I think. And that's well, that that brings up one of the good points because my wife even talks about this is children seem to be a lot more intuitive mm -hmm. than, and it's because of the way we, I guess, because of the way we program ourselves. Well, it's actually the mentally. way your brain is wired. Also, um, there was a study from the brain science division of MIT that found there's a protein or hormone that, that you actually, your brain will secrete it's secreted by the pineal gland. Uh, I can't po pronounce this. Pseudohephedrine looks like a, an acronym compared to it. Uh, but it's called the PP1 uh, hormone. And it's secreted somewhere between the ages of 7 and 10. It's very individual. Every, every person does it differently. But what it basically does is it blocks access to deep memory. So your deepest memories are shut off. They're not deleted. Think of them as passworded. Okay, like yes. password something. And which is why you have to be hypnotized to do a true regression. And the regression has to work to get you through that door that sometimes is locked. So you can't get back into that like that. Right. But it's an actual chemical process that occurs somewhere between seven and 10. And in our experience uh, as, as investigators, kids under the ages of, say, seven to eight, they go, oh, yes, yeah, so there was an angel. There's a bunch of them. They're over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to live right over there. I died in the fire or whatever. Yes. They, they're just perfectly, they're open to all that. But when that hormone hits, which is usually pre-pubescent, -pre uh, which is probably good because they got enough stuff to worry about. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. It blocks off. Yeah. Seriously. 
That's why it's very difficult. And one unique thing that always has fascinated me, I, it was in my dissertation, even we talked about it. It's, it's that your human mind, one thing that's unique amongst all humans is you will always see access to a past life as a door. For some reason, that visual is universally picked by the human brain to show you that's, that's a past life. So when, when you do meditations or other minimal work with past life stuff, and they go, I see three doors or I see one or whatever, that means they're going to be able to, under a regressionist uh, care, actually be able to access that particular life. Um, now, I have to ask, because I know people are wanting to hear this, what is the scariest situation y'all have been in? Um, not being able to find a restroom while I was driving to Arizona. <laughs> Uh, and I remember that like it was yesterday. Uh, so, is that honestly going to be me? Because I have a teeny weeny bladder. That's going to be me. It's, it's I'm going to uh, Where's the bathroom? It was like the alien uh, in every restroom between me and Phoenix. It was like, what? Yeah, it was horrible. Um, scariest. Hmm. I don't really think I have a particular scary one. We, we worked at a house. I don't know if Elizabeth, I don't think you were with us that day. I didn't go to that one. That's, um, that was the one even the police wouldn't go to. Yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, I said uh, Murphy, but it really was, it was in uh, Rio. And it was a former mental hospital. And my client oh. had actually been hired to go into the building before they uh, demolished it and take out the air conditioning units. And then there was a group uh, from Mexico that was going to take them uh, back to Mexico. They were going to refurbish them all, and then they resell them as you know refurbished units. Well, the the Mexican gentlemen that were with them lasted about fifteen minutes in the place, and then they said, "Nope, we're out of here." Done. Uh, yeah, Diablo, and and you know it just Mental went all hospitals out. are like oh yeah, so yeah. We tried it. There were people in there living in there, like a, a group making it a dope house or something. Mm -hmm. so he called the Red Oak police, and they showed up in the parking lot and said, you mean in there? Oh, no, we don't go in there. Sorry. You're on your own. We're all counting on you. Good luck. Bye. Shoot. They left. <laughs> wow. And uh, that was, we got, the team that went with me that day, we got as far as, I think, just past the lobby door uh, on the inside. And it just was so, it was just like a giant force pushing back on you. Uh, like, get the hell out of here, stay out. Somebody was yelling, they could hear somebody yelling, get out. Now, and if they if they knock that down and build something over top of it, aren't they just inviting trouble? Well, I think you, you, you can clear the land, but it's going to take more than just paranormal. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that going to like invite trouble there? You really want to make sure that it's purified. I mean, there's a lot of different steps to go through. You don't just clear it off and then go, okay, nobody that's, can see that's anything. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, I mean, we, there we are rituals. Trespass that we can do that. We can remove them, uh, even against their will. But they just get off the property. So they're still. You know, running yeah, and the town will thank you for that for kicking them off like, the property. Thanks so much. We appreciate that. Now they're all at Waterburger. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> for real. Exactly. Could you send them back? Seriously, <laughs> our orders will never be the same. What have you done? The, yeah. the land is actually now owned by a uh, 
very fundamentalist Christian church. And when I went back after they had bought the land and redone everything, uh, I, I called the pastor and wanted to, you know, I introduced myself as an atheist, thinking that would, you know, lower his, his threshold of fear or whatever. And I said, are you having any kind of odd events or occurrences there? Because we had reports of that before you bought the property. And he just hung up. He didn't say a word. He just, Shoot. that was it. So well, you know. either he thinks I'm a quack or he does have things going yeah. on and it's freaking him out. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth, what about you? <clears throat> well, the only, I don't, I don't usually as a rule get frightened or scared because I usually am very, I'm, I'm kind of in tune before I even get there as yeah. to what, what's happening. But the yeah, I've had with me. <laughs> I've had situations that have made me mad. You know, I had somebody growl in my ear one time and it was like, you know, that's that's not gonna I'm not that's not gonna cut it with me. Right. I, I don't appreciate that. So but I think the one thing that did really it disturbed me because it was a dangerous situation. There was a rehab center that had gotten in touch with us and said, you know, we're having some really crazy things happen here. Could you possibly come and bring some of your team members and bless this space? And I said, sure, we'd be glad to. So actually our historian, Luann, was with me on this particular event and we go to it. And it is a it is a place I was familiar with. My mom had actually been there for rehab. I mean, we were very familiar with the, the company and the location. But well, I always had this feeling something wasn't quite right there. You know, there was some kind of something was happening. Anyway, so Luann and I go and we're going to take some incense and we're going to light it. And we're in our vehicle and we're going to drive around the like the, the proper, you know, go all the way around. We're doing the blessing or whatever. So I had an inset and I had actually had matches with the tip on it and I struck the match and that top of the match popped off. It landed on my pants and set my pants on fire. So I brushed it off. You know, I opened the car door and I brushed that off and I looked at Luann and I said, we are not prepared. <laughs> we are not prepared for this. We have yeah. got to go back. We have got to get more information. We have to regroup. And we will, we will, we will do something later on. So we had to go home, go back to the office, figure out, okay, what step did we miss? We missed something. It's our fault. We missed it. And that's what Chuck always, you know, stresses to all of us who are out there in the field. If you realize you've missed something, get out of there, go back, regroup, figure out what it is that you forgot. Talk to me about it. And then let's figure out the next plan of attack. You don't just continue on into that situation. And that did, it did disturb me because I, I knew then, Oh man, we are, this is, this is way beyond the level. I assumed my fault. I assumed we were at, and it was not, it was much higher. There have been times a, a user put it as there places we wouldn't go. Well, obviously the metal place in red Oak, but, um, you have to realize, like anything else in life, that there are certain uh, spiritual situations that we are not equipped to deal with. And you have to go to like a consecrated uh, person, which would be like a deacon or a priest yes. or whatever, a rabbi, and they have to take charge. And we could spend the rest of tonight talking about all the justifications <laughs> of why that's true. 
I'm just saying for the sake of the show, let's just accept that's true. There are times Elizabeth and I have to go, hey, that's out of my wheelhouse. That's you're yep. dealing with something here that really could be demonic energy. You know, if in fact that really is a demon. But then you have the whole subject of demons, you know. Demons in other belief systems are either good or bad, like in right. the uh, Islamic beliefs, uh, and a couple of other, I can't remember, I think Sikhs and some others, they refer to them as jinn, and they're either good or bad. I've had the some jinn, you know, we all have. I've had a one martini, I just threw it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> margaritas. Thank you. Okay. Not really a good line. I'm happy. I much more scotch or bourbon. That's that's me. Anyway, and um, which I might have to take if I ever go out with you. I'll have to drown at least one margarita. I'm there you go. Actually, that's not a bad idea. I mean, yeah. seriously, it'll, it just opens all the senses. It's like, come on. In, in just our, come uh, on. We have some of those uh, cases, you know, the steel case. Carry the, the one that's marked number four is actually a margarita machine. I'm curious. Yes. So, I'm all for that. I can portable. do that one. Yeah. You do that. Portable yeah. margarita. Okay. We can handle that. We might be able to work number with four. that. Number four. Number four box plate. We need to do this experiment real quick. because I think that'll answer a lot of your questions. Absolutely. It is an on-site experiment. Okay. It's a margarita, a trag ghosts. That's not the joke. That's not where I was going. But that's oh, okay. 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 So everybody you have enough, enough, yes. If you set that cup in front of you, what I'd like you to do is blow on it as hard as you can and see if you can even move it one millimeter. I can tell you before you waste your breath, you can't. So, unless it's a little paper cup or something, that's cheating. Okay, that is exactly how much power a spirit literally has over mass or physicality. They can't freaking hurt you. Yeah, they can they touch can you. They can, well, touching you isn't hurting you. Yes, it sick. is. Touching you is why you have children. No, that's a, that is a no-go. I no. don't have children, so no. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a cat and a dog for a reason. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just so when you realize that, and I think that's what Elizabeth was trying to say. Once you realize they can't really hurt us, all they can do is scare you. Yes. Pretty well. So and plus you're emanating all that fear energy, which they can just lap up. So that's why they want to scare you, not because they're really going to do anything. No, I did watch yeah. party, or I should say I listened to your show oh. Wednesday, which very good show, by the way, if y'all oh, haven't seen you. it. That was a, Elizabeth. Uh, you have three of them. Psychic, <laughs> was that the Psychic Medium show? That was, that was Psychic Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It's on psychic the first Wednesday. Wednesday of the month, Psychic Wednesday. Oh. Okay. And then you also have another one, which we pretty much advertise here, the Ghost Talk. And that's yeah, that's what actually, And yeah. that's y'all's uh, Facebook page. Yes. Huh. And how often do y'all have that show? If our it is every third Wednesday. Right. Every third Wednesday, Dr. Chuck and I talk about all things ghosty or whatever's going on or the latest paranormal investigation um, i've done a lot of research on halloween about the yeah the things the, the you know the it started with the celts and it was actually called uh all hollows eve all hollows eve yeah it started with the, everybody dressed up to scare off the spirits that were yeah but it was the, actually purposeful yeah they had a meaning uh, there was a reason there, it's, it was for real why why pumpkins oh. because that was the most mm -hmm. common gourd back then, and that's what they would cut up to make a scary yeah. face to put outside. 
Let oh, me tell you, have... trying to mess with those turnips, don't do it. No, no. it's a chicken salad. It can't be evil. Um, I do have a... Hollow, a potato. It just you're there all. Or a tomato. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. no. So no. I do have a question. Okay. Yeah. You said that they can't hurt you. They yes. can't move mass. But you were talking about the one lady who was upset about the other lady having gentlemen, and she. You said that pictures were flying off the walls and stuff. How does they she can, do that if she can't move they mass? Can, they can. You, let me let me use another example. You have been in a car where somebody passed or in a home and they were basing and your your vehicle or your house is like, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. okay, that is because it is a massive amount of energy in those low frequency waves. 20 to she was mad. So she was producing so a lot of energy that was not. What she off. can do is she can ball up energy and throw it, if you will, and you'll get that boom, and it can shut a door, slam a cabinet, knock something off a wall. But what you'll never see them do is this just hold it because they can't ever amass the amount of energy that's required for them to physically just hold something they can hit it knock it over but think of the energy that my body is exerting right now to to actually lift this mass this okay this solid object but that makes sense i was just trying to figure like out a, uh, so that's why you get pushed or you get sort of touched or whatever it's almost like a sonic boom. That energy is very yeah. quick, very fast. It's like a, a clap of thunder. You know, exactly. when you hear that boom and the house rattles. The subsonic mm -hmm. waves that even are below your threshold of hearing. Yes. But they're there and they're massive. The 40 cycle wave is almost 11 and a half feet in length. I mean, that's a big wave. And when that yeah, thing yeah. hits something, Oh, it rattles. Like, it's fine, but right. no touching. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. No touching. Y'all are getting me. Y'all are getting. Y'all are making me want to go to one of these. I mean, that's just me. I want to go now because it's like I want the adrenaline rush. I'm gonna have to have at least two margaritas before we do that, and no touching rule. There you go. Well, no touching rule. No touching rule. Who saw the movie Ghost? Uh, uh, with what's his name, Swayze. Patrick Swayze and yeah. uh, Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. And if you think back, or if you're able to pull it up, if you have it or whatever, look at the scene right after he was murdered, and the African American gentleman who's in spirit is a spirit greets him and says, "Hey, being dead ain't so bad." Swayze's complaining about being dead. And he says, "Watch, watch, you can do all kinds of cool stuff." And he takes a can, I think it's Seven Up, that's sitting there on that landing in the subway, and he kicks it. And the can goes, whoa, flies across the thing. And everybody on the deck gets up and screams, oh, my God, this place, I swear to God, it's haunted. Ah. And he scares them all to death. And he laughs his ass off. He thinks it's funny as hell. So Swayze tries it, and he falls on his butt because he just kicks <laughs> and nothing happens. And he falls on his butt. And the, the guy says, ah, relax, give yourself a little time. You'll figure this out. You'll learn how to do it. And you just got to take the energy and conserve it, you know. So that's what we're talking about. I mean, even way back then, they had the same metaphysical fact on on the screen. That's that's the reality of it. They 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 draw energy, which is why why you see lights dim, batteries go dead, whatever, and then they use that whew, to do something. And sometimes it's to make a full body apparition. That takes every bit of energy they can possibly imagine. That's one of the hardest things for them to do. Bye. I go with y'all. There has to be a rule before you go in. You say no touching CJ. <laughs> well, you can, you, know what I'll do? Do you can appear to her, but don't touch her. 
and, and you're going to get a trickster that is going to be. You're going to have that ghost that is already going. Hey, wait till she goes with that girl. Oh, wow. Guess what we're going to do? Yeah. They already know. It's like, okay. No touching. Well, no touching. No touching. No touching. No touching. I'm laughing too hard. I know, well, I mean, seriously, First, you have, to, like you to, have to look at it the from the point of view of that. probably laughing their ass off, too. That's yeah, the, yeah. Like, I'm sure they clowns. are. You know yeah. what? We, we can give a flip. You know, you guys are so hung up on your bodies. Give it up. <laughs> yeah. There's hey, such freedom. If they, yeah. they want to trade bodies with me, go ahead. Hey, <laughs> I got some access here. I, know I, I, can, help you, I can help a dude out here, okay? Yeah, there was another yeah, body I ordered, but apparently Dwayne Johnson got it. So the, <laughs> like mix up and shipping or something. I do not know what happened. I exploded. I, 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 <laughs> I saw this I saw this meme on Facebook and it's Note like if you go if you go to fall in the middle of like a store or something, just kind of get up, brush this off. I'm sorry, I haven't been in a body for a long time and walk it's off. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. You gave me this? What are you? Yeah. I tell people I tell people I'm hugging the floor. Clean up on all four. I'm just saying inhabited a body. You know, just like oh my god, they put me in this. I told you. My favorite things is to watch. Like I, my cats, it happens a lot with. They'll be playing with someone, and you'll see them jump, and they hit the wall, and they, you know, it's because they saw whatever they were playing with just ran and jumped in the wall, and they're trying to follow, and they're like boom. Oh man, what the hell just happened to you? Well, yeah, I want to throw one more thing out. We were talking about things that you can use as investigation tools because Chuck was talking about, you know, don't go spend a whole bunch of money. I mean, seriously, if you're only going to do this on a part time basis, one of the best tools ever is a little circle. It's like a little ball, it's a cat toy. And if it moves, it will actually light up and it will kind of glow until it, it stops. And you can actually have that move yeah. and it will. If a nap touches it, it starts. Yes, to... it will set it off. So you can use it as a yes, no indicator. Absolutely. Uh, you know, just set it on the oh, table. Nice. If there's a spirit here, light it up. It'll yep. Flashlights. Trevor, the same way. Trevor wants to know if you use animals because they do sense stuff. No, we, we, um, no. we. I have never been with a sheep in my life. No. That's a natural no. rumor that somebody else started. Don't even. No. No. Uh, no. Like no. dogs. And anyway, I think this being, being, uh, uh, using a cat <laughs> you know, would be probably okay because elons are extremely sensitive to uh, spiritual energy, more so even the dog, than canines. And felines, along with certain birds of prey, can actually see infrared. Which yes. Is, you know, infrared is the intermediate infrared band is about where the orbs resonate. So, cats so when my cat is on the bed yeah. staring at something like it wants to rip its throat out, then I need to worry. No. Uh, no. You just need yeah, to you just be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Not this cat. Contemplating. <laughs> Not <Okay>. this cat. What do I want to do? I'm going to try this again, but I do want to thank y'all for being on the show. You're most welcome. Thank and, you for asking and, uh, us. And I do want to say congratulations to Steve Adrino on getting that 
Yes. He was just on our show two days ago, or two days ago, two episodes ago. He's the real Babu from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So he just got another part of Power Rangers. Power Rangers. So I should be seeing. Can't wait for that, Steve. And we'll see the Beaumont. We will see him at Beaumont. Awesome. And I have to say, this has been a fun show. I enjoyed this thoroughly. <laughs> we enjoyed it. I know we did. And I think, well, I think everybody's sober. That's the amazing thing. And I will crack <laughs> up if I get something in my email that says, hey, we're going to be in your area. We want you to come out with us. I'll say, where's the margarita machine? There Absolutely. That and is the standard result. Yeah. And CJ, you're going to be at Comic, uh, Tyler, Tyler Comic Con, Con on Saturday and you'll be doing. Monday. Are you going to be doing videos with yep. guests, or, or well, I can't say yep. guests because you I'll have be to doing, get permission. Yeah, I'll be doing video interviews, and I will be posting them throughout the weekend. Awesome. And then at the end, I'll compile them all and send them to you. And and uh, and we do want to thank everybody for watching the show. Hope y'all enjoyed it, and we will see y'all on Tuesday 